0: So, hi everyone, and welcome to another Giant Sisters podcast we're here with Joe Brothers. And today we're talking to Renee Graham, Chief Executive of the Ministry for Women in New Zealand. Welcome, Renee.
1: Oh, kia ora, Joe. Thank you.
0: Now, I always ask this question the power of intention. How did you design your life and career path, or did it evolve?
1: I would say my career path probably evolved. Uh, when I hear other stories of women who have been really focused on where they wanted to go and what they needed to do to get there, I'm really really impressed. Yes. but for me uh, for me it, it, it evolved and I think it evolved in a number of uh, ways, I um, I was the first in my family to go to university, so in my family network, I didn't have a lot of role models saying, this is where you should go, and this is where you should head to, Mm. uh, because I was the first in in my family, Uh, so I probably didn't have a lot of awareness of where I wanted to go, and and, um, in my job we didn't really grow up thinking, oh, I want to be a policy analyst.
0: Yeah, exactly. know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: those, yeah, those sorts of jobs yep. weren't really on my radar back then either. Mm. I think young people these days have a lot more awareness yes. of what jobs are out there and where they want to go to. Um, but when um, actually just making a decision to go to university is a really big thing, mm-hmm. you kind of don't look forward pa- um, past that. So after university, um, I went to... I started a frontline case manager's job actually. Wow. Um because it was quite hard to get jobs there and my friends didn't have good jobs and this this paid I think something like twenty one thousand dollars yeah. and I was like, Woopee <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 made. Wow. Um and it was yeah, so uh, you know, in a frontline journey and then um I thought I'd go there for three months until I get a real job. Um and <laughs> But that never happened, so um, I kept, I stayed there and I actually ended up having a career in the public service, which I didn't really expect either, yes. but, um, you know, I, the public sector is so broad that every couple of years you can actually have a different type of job which challenges you. So Mm. during my time on my career I've had uh, every couple of years a new opportunity to go to so I've kind of stuck in the um, public service and Mm. um, gone through a number of really exciting jobs as well.
0: That's great. Um, What are some of the unique experiences that you've had that have led you to the role that you have now as Chief Executive um, of the Ministry for Women?
1: I think that the frontline uh, delivery experience was yep. quite as was quite great. Crucial sure to me, so that gives you the the spirit of service that we talk about in the public sector. Yes. Um, it's uh, wanting to work in the public sector to to give back to the community and to do mm. things and activities and make change so that uh, New Zealand's a better place for everyone. Mm. So you're a frontline person. You've got someone sitting there who can't afford to eat, for example, yeah. and you have to keep remembering, or I have to keep remembering that those are the people that I'm here to serve. Mm. They can't necessarily all be chief executive Executives, but I can sit there as a chief executive or senior manager and remember those people and advocate for them Mm. and advocate for the better. Um, And so that was quite a crucial experience for me, Mm. just so you're remembering always why you're there. Um, And um, I have had the ability to have both operational roles and policy roles as well. So that kind of set me apart from other people who either just do operations or do policy. But having that mix of the two skills can really... Um, set you apart from everyone. I mean, there's mm. what forty five thousand public servants. You're oh, just one wow. of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. You know yeah. There's. You've got to, when you're looking at what's your value and what can you bring. Some of the things that have identified me and made me unique is. Things like operational experience, but being able to do operations and um, policy development and and doing um, policy development on complex policies as well and delivering Mm. on those. So Mm -hmm. those set me out. So, you know, if people were going through career, they should think about things like that. What makes them different in my environment that I can put forward and say, this is my uniqueness?
0: Uh, That's very good. In terms of embracing lessons, what challenges have you experienced that have shaped you the most as a person?
1: I I think it's um, resilience. So Mm. my career hasn't been plain sailing. I've applied for jobs that I haven't got. And, And you take a hammering. Mm. So you kind of think, oh, this is the perfect job for me and I'm going to apply for it. And then someone goes, yeah, nah. <laughs> you're not ready for that? <laughs> and you go, oh, shivers. And then you kind of go, oh, gosh, I'm useless. I'm horrible, you know. Mm. Um, and then you start thinking about, you know, your worth. And I think the resilience yeah. is really strong. We also have, you know, you go through situations where you do a piece of work, it doesn't mm. go well. Mm. And you're like, oh, you know, that yes. the the... The lessons that you learn from things not going well, um, I think, is more important than the lessons you learn from doing things well, yes. because that gets you up in the morning, and actually, your resilience keeps you going, mm. so, you know, when your boss or your minister says, that's not great, good enough for me, you know, you have to get up the next day and help, you know, pull people along yes. and make sure they're resilient as well, and get back up there and, and achieve the next um you know deliverable or thing that you need to achieve and that sometimes that's really hard to do yes but if you do it in your work life you can do it in your personal life as well yes um you know and it's making those calls because personal your personal life and how what's happening in that life really mm. has to affect what you do in work yes so it's it's you yeah, kind of like have to having to do sort of both make decisions in both areas Mm. and making decisions, you know, and being resilient about the choices that you make and living by them really is quite, you know, I think it's a good experience for for, um, many people to have.
0: Mm. I suppose um, a, a lot of people at the moment are sort of saying they feel stressed or anxious um have you and this is sort of around this whole resilience piece which i think is really Uh interesting do you have any um ways of your personal methods of managing stress that you could share with our audience
1: uh yeah i i I try and keep um work and work and yes and when you leave for the day that's a, a different story i mean i had you know, children. So I go home and children. They don't care what happened at work today. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't get that you got you know, had a hard day. And they're like, what's for dinner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, mm. you can't. Kind of, and that sort of, that humbles me. It's like, yeah, yes. okay. Let's just don't worry about it. I mean, it's in my mind quite a bit. Um, yeah. But I also like to plan, and mm. I also like sometimes like just don't worry about it. Think about it tomorrow. Good. Because if you try and think about it all the time, you don't get that perspective. It's like you know when you yes. get one of those nasty emails and you want to reply and you're like. No, don't reply. (laughs) Wait a a little while until you come down and you can see through. So I, I kind of think that sometimes just thinking about something for a while, Mm. or overnight, or for a few hours, going out, walking out, you know, uh, of the building for a while, you might have a different perspective.
0: Mm, Absolutely, Um,
1: yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is quite crucial for me and might be helpful is that mm. I have safe people that I can talk to. Yes. Um, I kind of like, sometimes I say rant, but actually talk <laughs> to, you know, who yeah. wants a safe place where I can just get things off my chest Yes, with a person who's not going to, you know, who understands where you're coming from, lets you get it off your mm. chest and can see that perspective. So mm. having a safe person to think things through with. Mm. And the other part I think is really crucial is, you don't have to do things yourself by yourself. Yes. You don't have to make up the I- every single idea. There's plenty of people around you Absolutely. that can come up with uh, abs- yeah great ideas, suggestions and ideas, mm. and don't block those off. Mm. Utilise those networks and those sources that you have to help you give you ideas to help you through it. Mm. Um, you know you don't have to go through it alone. You can share that and those and there's other people that are you know more experience there's always going to be people with more experience than you that go through it and you should
0: take that advice I do yeah Yeah. really really good advice um and speaking of advice what advice would you give to your younger self if you could you know go back in time machine what would you sort of a couple of tips that you would tell your younger self
1: I'd probably say um be be patient yes um you know so (laughs) I I was was a Oh, I wasn't in but, you know, I've been in my early twenties, and I, I look back and think, "Oh, yeah, you thought you could do lots of these jobs, but now I know you probably couldn't, and you weren't ready." Yeah. So just really be mm. patient. Um, uh, with with your career advice, mm. and um, one of the things I did do then is I used to see people getting promotions around me, and people getting these new jobs, and I think I can do that. Why am I getting them? Yes. Why am I getting those jobs? You know, I'm, I can. I think I'm doing the same sorts of things. And then when I said to myself, you know what? I think you should stop worrying about what other people are doing and yes. earning and getting on, and what the, what how their careers are. You know, just be happy for them, and you just concentrate on your work, mm. what you're delivering, what you how hard you're working and what you, help, you know achievements you're you know um delivering on so just concentrate on yourself mm. um as as much as you can um be patient mm. um as as well and and um you know work hard and when you work hard you might not see that people are looking yes and you might not think but they they are <laughs> Yes, you know. Yeah. so they are eventually, and um, having people that know what you can do mm. and what work you can achieve and how you go about it, so that they can put their hands up for you mm. when they see jobs, um, is really important too. Get sponsors, get people who know how you operate, yes. and um, who can say, "Yeah, she's pretty good."
0: That's great. That's great for you. that's great for you being good good <laughs> advice. Um, so, heroes or heroes, who are your role models and and why?
1: Um, I, th- I I really like I think I really like people who have done first, so yeah. put them out themselves out there and mm. really um, taking a risk in what they're doing. Um, so people like like Helen Clark, who's you know you know yes. the first elected prime minister in a world full of men. Mm. Um, I'm thinking you know Christine Bartlett, who yes. um, said, "Okay, I'll fight for the rights of nurses." So people who have really come up. And really put themselves out there and said, "No, I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to do it, even though you know it might not work out mm. and it might not go well for me. Um, I'm going to do it." Um, and I, you know, I, I don't. I'm not there yet, but that's right. kind of like where I would really like to go and um, and push myself towards. Yeah,
0: fantastic. In terms of giving back, can you just explain a little bit more for us about what exactly Ministry for Women does? Because you are helping more than 50% of the country.
1: <laughs> yeah, de- yeah, definitely. <laughs> Gender-wise, 50-50. Yeah. Uh, so um, the Ministry for Women is, is probably one of the smallest government organisations, but we exist because there's still a, um, an inequality in um, New Zealand in terms of um, outcomes for women. So yes. we... Our role is to provide advice and work on initiatives to improve outcomes for women. But we're really small, so we can't do everything. Mm. So what we've been doing um, most recently is focusing on uh, uh, inequalities in the labour market, so things like gender pay gap. So why do we have uh, gender pay gap? Which points to in, um, inequalities in the, the roles and organisations in the labour market. New Zealand's not alone in yeah. gender pay gaps, so mm-hmm. we also—it's an international issue as well. Mm. What um, we're also not alone in not knowing quite what to do about it, yes. um, but we do know a little bit about the drivers behind gender pay gaps. So we'll work to um, um, raise awareness and do uh, work around. Uh, closing the gender pay gap, and we've started with um, uh, we're doing work in the public sector yes. um, uh, this year to close that. Having an action plan to close the gender pay gap. Uh, we've also done we do we do work about raising awareness of issues because mm. uh, we don't have we don't have control over legislation, right. uh, or we don't have any funding to give out. So we might raise awareness of particular issues. So mm. a couple of weeks ago, we launched a or uh, we'll released a publication where we talked to 40 mums on benefits in
0: right.
1: Whangarei, South Auckland and Gisborne, for instance, mm-hmm. and we've got their experiences. So we're really keen on ensuring that women whose lives are affected by particular policies have an opportunity to, to have their say and have their input into mm-hmm. what what they think are the solutions or issues or to be addressed. Mm. Um, so we do the agenda packet and we help try and help... Um, uh, uh, get women, shift women, or choices into uh, uh, roles that they don't traditionally go into, like STEM or right. construction. Yes. So, trying to change the perceptions of you know of the role of of, of the what women can do right. in terms of of, of jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a focus on leadership mm-hmm. um, and trying to ensure that women uh, are in boards. Senior management, you right, know. yeah P- private Public sector is not too mm. bad, but you know, in the public sector, only 19% of boards are women, mm. Mm. and in the top jobs are women. So, there's lots of work to do uh, there to encourage uh, organisations to um, point women or, you know, put, have the more diverse thinking on the organisations through appointing uh, women. Yeah. Uh, so, we do that. And, and family violence is a big issue for New Zealand women. Mm. Uh yeah, it's one in four. Uh, you know, women are still affected by mm. violence, and um that's not getting better, um as well yeah either. So yeah, those are the sorts of things that uh we do yeah, and international. So we just uh represent a New Zealand um government on uh UN examination of our um response to convention uh, dis- against discrimination of, against women.
0: Right. I mean, think that's, yeah. hu- that's a huge a uh, broad range of things that you guys are advocating yeah. for and looking after so thank you uh for being our voice there mm-hmm. if there was a message you'd like to share you know with all women what what would it be i
1: think at the moment women's voices have been really powerful yes so when, when you know you see the me too hashtag you know me too mm-hmm. um you've know, just seeing people come for you know in the uh, sexual harassment in the law uh, The law um, industry at the moment. So this is about people coming forward saying, "Hey, this is not right. Yes, I want to have my say." So those voices are are very um, important as Mm. well. And the other thing, I uh, message I really like, and this is um, something that Helen Clark said. uh, You know, thinking about suffrage and um, and the way they did it. Don't Mm. get angry. Get organised. Yes. So multiple voices make a big difference.
0: Mm. Absolutely. So as we reflect on New Zealand's 125 anniversary of suffrage, what are your thoughts on the current status quo here in New Zealand and around the world for the life and opportunities for women and girls?
1: Uh-huh. Well, sometimes I think, um, you know, you look at the outcomes for women and girls in New Zealand, you think, oh, it's not too bad living in here, you know. But we shouldn't really settle, Um, you know, and, you know, we have access to tertiary and compared to some countries in the world where women get a worse deal, we're not too bad. Mm. But then when you, like, lift up, the, um you know peel back the onion rings there's a lots of things under there that actually you know thinking no we could do better in, in, in these areas mm. and when we went to um, have our examination um, the UN committee gave us back 82 recommendations for improvement wow and you're thinking yeah wow 82 recommendations jeepers yeah. we've still got a long way to go so i think we need to work through all of those initiatives you get um you know the outcomes from back on track and these these range from family violence to you know human the human rights commission mm. rights through to you know people women on boards so that you know um, trafficking so there's a lot yes. a lot of um and you know our um abortion laws um a lot of recommendations around there That we that we need to go through So, mm. you know, if they're saying There's 82 things, imagine what we're, we're saying Here, you know, our yes. outcomes for Māori and are still women mm. Or Wahini are still really low, uh, low as well So yes. um, We've just got heaps to do But I'm really um, happy that we don't have to do that Alone, so mm. I'm, you know, part of a bit, uh, 30 other, you know, agencies yes. uh, Public sector agencies All trying to prove outcomes for women And um, all of our NGOs sort of civil society networks Mm -hmm. uh all of the women's organizations out there also trying to improve outcomes for women so i think if we can all do it together then we should we should be able to make a good crack at it
0: absolutely well thank you very much for talking to us renee it's been wonderful
1: thank you joe